1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Live from Kendallville, it's the East Noble Knights hosting the Leo Lions. And East Noble won the toss they will receive to start the football game. Going back deep to return for the Knights will be Nick Munson and Ethan Nichols. Meanwhile, Leo lines up to kick it off from their own 40 to get this underway. The Leo kick will come from the south end of the stadium to the north end. East Noble will move north to south to start the game. It's a short sideline kick. It bounces at the 15 and goes out of bounds. That will put East Noble at their own 35-yard line to start the ball game. And when you look at East Noble, their offense somewhat diversified. I mean, they've got guys like Keenan Carrico, the back in the backfield, who has run for 836 yards on the season. Ethan Nichols, uh, he's now rushed it for 639 yards. Rowan Zolman and Nick Munson, a couple of dangerous wide receivers on the outside. The question is, will Xander Brazel not only have the time, but the accuracy, just a sophomore quarterback, to make plays to his wide receivers? No question. It's going to be a key thing for him tonight. Carrico, of course, we saw him against Norwell. He's a workhorse. And it looks like Coach Amstutz has chosen to make Leo re-kick. Yeah, they're going to move him back five yards and force him to re-kick this. One of the keys, I think, for East Noble, trying to get a lead against the Lions and see how they handle it. They have not played from behind virtually all year. It's a re-kick for the Lions. And again, it's going to be a short kick, returnable, a low kick taken at the 19 to the 25 at the hash marks and taken down short of the 30 at the 29. So they lost that one. That was Munson with the return. Yeah, it would have started at the 35. They'll start at the 29 now. And on comes the East Noble offense led by sophomore quarterback Xander Brazel. He'll have Keenan Carrico running back in the back. Backfield with Rowan Zolman and Nick Munson out wide. Zolman, a real playmaker for the Knights. He really busted onto the scene last year when he was a key in so many East Noble wins. 20 catches on the year, four of them for touchdown, 22.4 yard per catch average, a six foot, 175 pound senior. Yeah, him and Munson both will be factors not only in offense but defense tonight. From the left, has shotgun for Brazel. Man in motion to the backfield from the left slot. And they'll go with a swing pass. It's caught. Space, 35 across the 40. Munson hit and brought down out at the 41-yard line. Nice little swing pass to the man in motion. He went from the left slot all the way through the backfield and caught the screen coming out the other side. That is a 12-yard gain and a first down for East Noble on the first play of the ball game at their own 41. East 
Noble trying to push the pace. They line up at the line of scrimmage, and then they pause to look over to the sideline, get the play call. It's a handoff to Carrico, bringing it behind the right side of the line where he's going to follow the right tackle, Zach Lady. And he will get a couple of yards out to the 43. That's uh, Nichols in the backfield. I'm trying to find... It is Ethan Nichols. Carrico, Carrico is uh, a guy that plays both offense and defense. He's got his helmet on over here on the sideline, okay. but it is Ethan Nichols <laughs> who's in the backfield. Because he's a... I, I was impressed with him against uh, Norwell. From the right hash, another handoff oh. to Nichols. Wrapped up in the backfield, and he has swung down for a loss of three back to the 40-yard line. That was Drew Baker ma making the play there, coming through an exposed A-gap, so they didn't block down correctly. And it's going to bring up a third down and long for the Knights. They're backed up to their own 40, third down and 11. You know, Leo's got an impressive interior line on both sides of the ball. Four-man front for the Lions. Ball is on the right hash. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Knights bring in Corbin Keegan, a sophomore, as an extra wideout. Quick throw. They'll run the wide receiver screen. It's caught in the backfield, and he's going to be wrapped up in the open field after only a gain of three, maybe four, out to the 44-yard line. I think they swung it out there to Munson. Tried to give him some space, but a good open field tackle by Leo, and it's going to force East Noble into a punting situation. Yeah, he had the option to hand and run the counter play back into the boundary. He chose to kick it out to Munson, but a great open field tackle there by the Leo. Lions. Fourth down seven from their own 44. Rowan Zolman will line up to kick it. Takes the snap at his own 32. And the kick is away. Wobbly kick that bounces at the 20. Takes a nice East Noble roll inside the 15. Finally dead at the 12. That's a 44-yard kick with zero on the return. And here comes the Leo offense for the first time tonight. 9.23 remains in the opening quarter, still scoreless. And for Leo Jackson Barber, two-year starter at quarterback, 5'8", 175 senior, has only thrown the ball 14 times the entire season and has only completed five passes through nine games. He's yeah, I, carried the ball 44 times, eight times for <laughs> touchdown. Crazy. I looked at that stat. He's averaging 10.2 yards a game passing. <laughs> In the back field. Mason Sharon is the leading ball carrier. 87 carries, almost 1,100 yards on the season. 15 touchdowns. Carson Hepner, 5'10", 180-pound senior. He's had 710 yards on the year on 70 carries. All three backs lining up behind Barber have averaged over 10 yards a carry. And they'll give it to the second man through. He follows his lead blocks out across the 15, taken down near the 18, 17 or 18 yard line. That's going to be a gain of about four, maybe four and a half on the play, second down for Leo. Yeah, watching their game earlier, one thing that I noticed is the physicality of Leo's front interior linemen. They were physical in that game, and they came out right there with the physical blocking. 
Bruins, all white uniforms, purple helmets. Over the ball at the 17, little pitch play. Sharon taking it wide to the right. He's got the edge of the sideline, 25-30. Last man back makes the tackle of the far sideline across the 35 at the 36-yard line. He'll give him the 37. Big gain that time, and Leo Bunch, or East Noble bunched up between the tackles and got pinned, and Sharon with a nice sweep play to the right sideline for a big gain and a first down. And I guarantee you, all week they preached about keeping all 11 inside of them, and they let him outside, and they just didn't have a body out there. First and 10, Knights. They're at their own 37-yard line. Again, double tight end, three backs. Trap. Give to the first man through, the full back. And he uh, goes down after a very short gain, only a gain of about a yard. Maybe the 38-yard line. So that's a that's a short pickup for the first man through the hole. And it's very they do a very good job with not showing who has the football because they all carry out their fakes so well. And that's one thing that uh, goes a long way. That's the thing that's confusing, Shannon. They're so good at it that yeah. we watch defenders. They're tackling all three guys, and we know only one of them's got the ball. Right. Here's the handoff to the back up the middle, and he'll take it to the 45 after picking up about six, maybe seven on the play. And again, running hard between the tackles. But what's crazy is uh, you look at Carson Hepner, who got the carry that time, but Mason Sharon busted through a hole, and, you know, he was all bent over, both arms across right. his chest like he was taking off with the football. Very disciplined in what they do. It's important. Third and short, third down, two to go from their own 45 for the Lions. Give to Sherrod. He's going to have the first down following the right side of his line. And that's not a coincidence. On the right side of that offensive line, you've got 6'5", 285-pound Landon Livingston and 6'8", 245 senior Rutgers-bound D.J. Allen. That's a gain of about six on the play. First down at the East Noble 49. Two power five kids that are coming out of Leo, Indiana, and their third down efficiency on the year was 48%, so very efficient offense. Just across midfield, first and 10, Leo, hand off to the second back coming on the left side, and he'll just keep the pile moving inside the 45 to the 44. And again, it's usually, uh, uh, you have to wait to almost they get up before you realize <laughs> who's got the ball, and that time it's Carson Hepner, and he gets up limping yeah. badly as he tries to make his way back to the huddle. Yeah, the other thing that's a little uh, mis uh, deceiving too is you'll, they'll see the run play, and then next thing you you'll look up and it's a five or six yard gain when you thought maybe it was a two to three yard gain and he's gone down onto the turf now. Yeah, he was signaling to the sideline to send somebody in and no one came and so finally when they broke the huddle he just dropped to the turf to get an injury timeout and get the trainers to come out and look at him. I don't know uh, if he got stepped on or rolled the ankle but he limped pretty badly back to the huddle. Now he looks to be a little better as he gimps his way over to the far sideline, but he is walking on his own power and a very slight limp. Well, you know, at this time of the year, a lot of these kids have bumps and bruises, and they're, uh, you know, playing through a little bit of uh, pain no matter where they're at, so hopefully he'll shake it off and be able to get back in the ball game. After the six-yard carry, it's second down and four from the East Noble 44-yard line. Just inside the right hash, trips in the backfield, 
pitch. They'll go to Sharon. Cuts off the block. Got a hole. 40, 35, 30, and he's upended and flipped into a somersault at about the 28-yard line. 16 yards on the scamper that time by Mason Sharon. And again, they got the outside, and they got the lead blockers who set good blocks, and Sharon did a nice job of reading the two blocks, yeah. splitting the two defenders, and turning it into a big game. Yeah, that time they got him boxed in, but the fact is that the linebackers got pinned by the blocking of the interior lineman, so he had a great seam to come through, and he was on the safety. First and 10, Leo. We're scoreless. First quarter. Clock continues to run. Five and a half to play. Handoff up the middle. Sharon will run it right into the teeth of the defense, and he'll get about three, maybe four to about the 24-yard line. Again, just power running that time by Sharon. And it's second down and six. Yeah, they're they're not getting, uh, East Noble's not getting enough penetration. And a lot of that's because of how Leo comes off the football. Very impressive. Second down, six from the Knights, 24. Under center, Jackson Barber. He'll... Give it to Sharon. Sharon tries to bounce it wide, finding no hole in the middle. And that time he's pursued and taken down for no gain. Good job of plugging the initial hole and then not giving up on the play. Rowan Zolman helped to wrap him up and put him down. But with no gain on the second down run, it's now third down and six and time for a big play for the East Noble defense. Yeah, they're definitely in four down territories and they've gone for court on fourth down quite a bit this year. 53% success if they don't get it here on third. A little over four minutes left in the opening quarter. Here comes the third down and six. And before we have a snap, we've got a sideline warning against Leo. <laughs> I think the official just wanted to get in the game. I'm not sure if anybody was really close to him. So it's a warning. It won't affect anything as far as the spot of the football, but it is now third down and six at the 24. Leo started this drive pinned inside their own 15. Three backs of the backfield. Barber gives third man following the line. It's Sharon, and he will push inside the 20 and finally be tackled near the 18, which is very close to the first down. It's going to come down to the spot, and they're not going to give him the 18. They put it at the 19. It's a yard short. It's a fourth down and one, and you have to assume Leo's going for it here. Yeah, they're... These are all fourth down goes for them. Once they get it inside of five yards, they'll go for it on fourth down. Ball's on the right hash. Again, the full house backfield, and as Leo comes to the line of scrimmage, the Lions are going to take a timeout. 327 remains where the opening quarter. Leo moving the back. The play is next with the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Pizza your way with the $10 case maker only at Pizza Hut. Get a large pizza that you can customize with up to three of your favorite toppings for just 10 bucks. Craving bacon, sausage, green pepper, 10 bucks. Ham and pineapple, 10 bucks. Pepperoni mushroom and more pepperoni. We like your style. And yeah, that's just 10 bucks too. The 10 $10 Tastemaker, only from Pizza Hut. Your pizza, your way. Pair the $10 Tastemaker with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. 
1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Fourth down and one, Leo at the 19. Under center, Barber, the pitch to Sharon coming up, making the hit, popping Sharon and dropping him at the 18-yard line was Zolman, but I believe that Sharon's momentum fell forward to the 17, and that's a first down on a two-yard gain. And those were two trucks colliding as Sharon cut it upfield outside the numbers. And Zolman with a really good hit, but Sharon with a good job of falling forward to get the first down. Yeah, they're just so tough to stop when it's less than three yards. The fourth down conversion gives Leo first down at the Knights 18. Handoff up the middle of the field, still plowing, still driving through tackles, and it's taken inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line, and I believe Hepner is back. Yeah. I think that's Carson Hepner who's returned, and that's a good sign for Leo. And Hepner looked like he was bottled up, but he was never tackled, and he turned it into a about a 9-yard game. Second down and one. Leo's gone to more of a goal-line defensive front, basically a six-man front here to try to plug up the middle more. Chris Hood, an extra defensive lineman, playing nose tackle. Again, Barber under center. Gives it to Sharon. Up the middle. Sharon with a big hole. He'll take it eight yards. Touchdown, Leo. And the Lions take the lead. They strike first with 2.17 remaining in the opening quarter. Just a simple inside run and a great job by the interior line creating a hole. A lot of bodies in there, but they made it look simple. Now let's see if Leo goes for two. It's been popular for the Lions this year to play for two points after touchdowns, and they will keep the offense out there. They're going to try to make this an eight-to-nothing game. Jackson Barber lines up under center. And he gives. Third man through. Pushing the pile. Stood up at the goal line and pushed backwards. Did not break the plane. Good defensive stand on the two-point try for the East Noble Knights. But Leo still jumps in front. Going over 85 yards on their first drive of the night. It is now Leo 6. East Noble nothing on the high school football game of the week. Come on! Joint pains, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Located at a Sport One Parkview Fieldhouse, Ortho Express has specialized orthopedic physicians on staff when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walk-In Clinic. Ortho Express is open Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 260-266-4007 for more. Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 2.17 remains opening quarter here at East Noble where the Leo Lions now lead it over the East Noble Knights 6 to nothing. Leo getting set to kick off. It's Jake Patton who will put it in the air. Did not have a real deep kick his first time. Right to left, Patton's kick. 
Low line drive, not very deep, taken at the 13. Here comes Munson. They set up the wedge in front of him. He crosses the 25 and takes it out close to the 30. A flag comes flying into the middle of the pile, and I don't know. It looks like it's going to be an illegal use of hands or yeah, push a block the in the back. One of, yeah. So it's going to be five yards marched off against the Knights from the 30. So they'll start this drive at the 25-yard line, first and 10. With 2.13 remaining in the opening quarter, Knights are down 6 to nothing. Boy, what impressive first drive of the game for Leo. I mean, you got a quick, uh, quick uh, inside look of their offense and how impressive they are. And you don't have running. to do a whole lot of math figuring out the run and pass yards on that drive. <laughs> Not no. one pass attempt. No, I mean, it, it was a typical drive for them. It was 12 plays, 85 yards, and... And uh, they just, they can uh, consume a lot of clock, and they do it effort effortlessly at times. So the spot of the foul actually occurred inside the 25. So they're going to put this ball all the way back to the 18, where it's first and 10 for the Knights at their own 18-yard line. Brazel sends a man in motion, hands it on the jet sweep, going right to left. Got the edge, got the sideline, 35-40. Oh, and they call him out of wow. bounds before he started the sprint back at the 28, 29-yard line. He got 11. He got a first down. But I, I'm trying to see if that was Nichols or... That's 21. Yeah, 21 was yep, the carrier there. And so uh, that, that is uh, Rhodes. Rhodes, uh, no, no, Nolan Rhodes, yeah, Nolan a senior Rhodes. who got that carry. Somebody that we haven't seen out there for East Noble, but 11 yards and a first down for the Knights at their own 29. Give to the running back, following the left side of the line across the 30 to the 33. Gain of about four yards on the first down. It's going to be a second down and six. Surprised that they haven't put uh, Carrico in at running back. And that is Nichols again with that carry. Such a... There he goes. Here comes Carrico. Carrico, 6'2", 220. A bigger back. He's going to come in and actually replace Rhodes. Yeah, but they put uh, Nichols in, or into the wing. Oh, and they'll go with a little reverse. Carrico hands it off of the reverse to Nichols. He'll take it right to left and get hit at the line of scrimmage, but fall forward for a couple of yards out to the 36. Nice little design play. And yeah, it was a handoff with an inside handoff. Yeah, yeah, and if he could have broke, broke one, tackle there. I think he had a bigger gain, but a nice open field tackle there by Leo. Trying some misdirection to get leverage on that big Leo defensive front with Landon Livingston, Gunnar Stuckey, DJ Allen planted right there at the line of scrimmage. So a third down, they need three from their own 36. They'll give Nichols left side. Nichols first down across the 40. Finally taken out at the 46-yard line. Nice run by Nichols. Had the option to continue to take it wide or plant the foot and cut straight up on the hash marks. He saw the seam, and he just sprinted through it for a good gain. That's about eight yards on that carry, and it's a first down 
down for the Knights, a third down conversion. First and 10, they're at their own 46-yard line. Ball is on the left hash for Xander Brazel, the sophomore quarterback. Everybody looking to the sideline, getting the signal. Carrico is the back in the backfield. Got a wing to the right, two receivers to the right. And the give to Carrico, taking it left. D.J. Allen wraps him up, but Carrico slips through his arms, takes it across the 50, and finally stood up and tackled at about the Leo 49. That's five yards for Carrico, but it looked like he ran right into the arms of D.J. Allen, but somehow slipped right through. Yeah, he was basically too quick on their counter play. That's the end of the first quarter. A 6 to nothing Leo lead after one. It's high school football. The Leo Lions and the East Noble Knights on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Pizza your way with the $10 tastemaker only at Pizza Hut. Get a large pizza that you can customize with up to three of your favorite toppings for just 10 bucks. Craving bacon, sausage, green pepper, 10 bucks. Ham and pineapple, 10 bucks. Pepperoni mushroom and more pepperoni. We like your style. And yeah, that's just 10 bucks too. The $10 tastemaker only from Pizza Hut. Your pizza, your way. Pair the $10 tastemaker with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. 13 80 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. East Noble, second down and five, play underway. They'll give it to Nichols, and Nichols brings it to the left side and cuts up at the numbers all the way inside the Leo 45 to the Knights, or to the Lions 43, which will be a first down. Nice six-yard gain. Yeah, they got well-designed plays, and, and they're all set up to try to create a little misdirection and give the East Noble offensive line leverage against the Leo Lions defenders. Yeah, and they get uh, they get an extra blocker at the point of attack because they're taking the character of the running back, and he's getting out there on the outside linebacker and a uh, well de well-designed de uh, scheme for that defense. From the Leo, 43, East Noble, first and 10, left hash, two receivers wide to the right, a wing to the right, single back Carrico. Now you move a tight end for the left side of the formation, and they use too much time. Delay of game, they used up their play clock, and that's not a good mistake in week number 10. No, and that kind of felt like that was a little bit quick, even up here. But uh, like you said, you don't like those penalties on first down. Again, the long look over here to the sideline to get the play call signaled in. 
They're going to have to hurry up here. They don't huddle. They just kind of loosely line up in their positions. Now they'll get set. Seven on the play clock. The inside handoff, bringing it right to left, is Nichols, and he'll cut it up right behind his left tackle, Chris Hood, and get it inside the Leo 45 to the 44. So he got four of the yards back on the first down penalty at second down and 11. Yeah, and uh, Leo now has put D.J. Allen and uh, Livingston back on this side. So <laughs> playing a little chess match here. From the left hash, the 44. Here's a yes. slant route open. Zolman makes the catch on the run inside the 30. He's down to the 28. Tons of cushion and a stacked box. And Zolman just running alone on that slant route from the right side. And a strike thrown by sophomore quarterback Xander Brazel. It's a first down for East Noble. Great read by Brazel because the in-right side receiver, the strong safety, jumped him, and that's what opened the slant in behind him. So nice read there and great play design. Two receivers right. Man in the backfield to the left of Brazel. Wing to the left of the formation for the left hash at the 28. Here's a quarterback keeper. Brazel following the blocking over here on the left sideline. Went to the boundary side of the field, and he ran out of space as he got knocked out at the 25 after picking up three. That'll make it second down and seven. We're just underway here in the second quarter. Leo leads it six to nothing. Lions scored, tried for two, didn't get it. And now East Noble on the march. Second down, six to go. Just inside the 25 of Leo. From the left hash, man in motion for the left slot. To the right, they'll go with that screen. Caught by Munson, looking to get a block. He escapes a tackle at the 23, far sideline, knocked out of bounds near the 19. He's going to be maybe a yard short of the first down. Five or six on the gain, but good job of eluding a tackler near the line of scrimmage on that little swing pass over to the right. And now East Noble facing another third down, this time from just a yard to go at the 19. Shotgun snap, Brazel. Perico the back. Over on the right hash, two receivers in the short side of the field. Bunched together on the right. Now man in motion, right to left in the backfield. He'll give it to Carrico. Carrico will have a first down hit at the 18 and falling forward to the 17. Another good drive. We saw Leo with a very impressive drive all on the ground. East Noble has had a big pass play on this drive, but the majority of the damage, again, done. Able to maintain, a, you know, good scores here to keep it tied up. In the red zone. From the 17, they'll try that swing pass to the left this time. Munson catches it on the run inside the 15 to the 13. Picked up about four yards. Munson, a six-foot, 175-pound senior. Definitely want to get him as many touches as possible because of his speed. Well, he's had 20 receptions and 24 rushes coming into the game tonight. Ball is on the left hash. It is a second down. We'll call it six to go from the 13. Looking. They'll run the slant again. And Zolman goes up at it, knocked away. The ball and the defender arrived at about the same time on Zolman. And the coverage 
knocked the ball away. Incomplete. Now third down and six. Brazel hesitated just a second on that throw, and it allowed the safety to have time to come over and contest that reception by Zolman. Yeah, that's a, even though they had the two people right there and the ball kind of, like you said, timed up perfectly, still like to have the big man come down with that. See if they fake the slant, go to the fade. Third down, six. And they'll give instead to the running back. Got a nice block. Munson near side takes it inside the 10. He's knocked out of bounds at about the five-yard line where it'll be a first and goal for the East Noble Knights. Good job on the outside left of getting a couple of blocks. Munson read it, and that's all he needed for first down yardage. Big conversion for the East Noble Knights. The drive stays alive. And East Noble still hoping to either tie or take the lead against the Leo Lions here in the second quarter. Handoff goes to Munson. Munson cuts it up the middle. He's down to around the one-yard line, short of the goal line. He does pick up a couple, maybe three on the play. It's going to be second down and goal from about one yard out. Yeah, they're having success tacking him back into the boundary against this defense. Now they brought in their uh, goal line. And a hurry up, they'll give to Carrico, follows the left side of the line, and Carrico is in from one yard out. Touchdown, East Noble, and the Knights have tied it up 6-6 with 7.58 to play in the second quarter. Very impressive drive there. And there's a late flag that just got thrown by our referee. Luke Amstutz is all the way down at the 10-yard line talking to the nearside judge while the referee out in the middle of the field just threw his flag 30 feet in the air. And now we'll have to sort this out. The touchdown is going to count. Looks like we might have an unsportsmanlike called against Leo. And now Luke Amstutz has brought his whole team over to the huddle. And what are we going to have now? So with the penalty, dead ball after the play, I guess they could move this halfway to the goal line, Shannon. And you could go for two, couldn't you? You've got the choice on the extra point or on the kickoff. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is one where you do get the option because of it being a dead ball play. But I like the idea of kicking it. He is going to kick it. He's got his kicking team out there, and they'll take the penalty on the kickoff. And, you know, what you have to watch for is to get that penalty on the kickoff. You, this is a time where you can try to steal possession. Maybe you get, you know, quick hot bloop or, you know, true onside. Nick line is 17 of 18 on point afters this year. He'll try to put the East Noble Knights in front. Tied up 6-6. Six, six. The snap, the set, and the kick up, and the kick is good. East Noble has taken the lead. What a response by the Knights. And the Knights now lead it 7-6 with 7.58 remaining before halftime. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 
1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 15 yards on the march off. Setting up a kickoff that will take place at the Leo 45. Now, East Noble looking like they're thinking about maybe an onside kick here. You know, you're at the Lions 45. Well, and they do onside kick it, but the whistle's blue, and I'm not sure why. I don't. But, uh, but they just gave away any <laughs> surprise that there could be that they're going to onside kick it. Yeah. Basically, what they're saying is they got 15. Oh, now you've got East Noble lining up offsides. Well, I think what happened is that the kicker kicked the ball before the ball was blown into play. And therefore, it, it, I'm not sure it's offsides. It would, I think it would be called delay a game. But anyway, it's a five-yard penalty. So now they move it back to the 50. And I think from here, you've got to kick it. Yeah, I think he's going to go ahead and kick it now. And... 7.58 remains in the second quarter. The Knights now lead it over the Lions, 7-6. to six, Two long touchdown drives. And a high kick, a deep kick, and it will go a good six yards deep in the end zone, and it will be a touchback. So Leo will have to start this drive at their own 20, but so far, starting field position hasn't mattered all that much in this one, Shannon. No, and, and you know, at some point, you got to hope that the advantage or the percentages are with you as a defense that offenses are not going to consistently drive 80 yards. But who knows? These two offenses are pretty, pretty primed tonight. Trying to see if East Noble comes out and leaves Chris Hood in there as a nose tackle. I don't see him on the field right now. So, no, he's over here on the sideline. So he's not going to play defense. Here's the first down play for the Leo Lions from their own 20-yard line. And a give to the first man through. Short yardage out to the 24. You know, you say short yardage, but that's just because the entire pile just moves four yards, so it doesn't look like the running back gets much of anything. And that's what I said. You know, you call, you think of a small play like that, or inside run play, and next thing you know, it's a four or five-yard game. That offensive line, so good for the Leo Lions. Colin Butler, who goes 270 at left tackle. Wirtz, 245 at left guard. Here's the second down play. And again, it's the give to the running back for a gain of about two or three. Just old-style football right here from the Leo Lions. Just keep getting positive plays. Three-yard gain out to the 27. So it's going to be a third down three to go for Leo. Sam Patu is the say is the center. He's 6'2", 255. Landon Livingston at right guard, 6'5", 285. And DJ Allen, the right tackle, 6'8", 245. Third down three from the 27. Pitch play, Sharon bringing it wide to the right. He escapes one. He's scrambling in the backfield and 
and now here comes the East Noble Knights pursuit. He'll take him down for a loss of the 24. And the Knights sideline pumped up because they've seen that play burn them about three times tonight. That time they defended it very well. And I'll tell you what, Shannon, the first man got in there and missed. Yeah. That was Aiden Sprague, but that didn't matter. He completely threw off the play just right. by getting into the backfield and slowing down Sherrod. And he kept it inside of him, and that allows the linebackers coming over the top to get back in there to make the play, which they did. Third down, about six to go from the 24, and so it's a punt, something oh. that East Noble or Leo doesn't do much. High snap, punt is away, but it's a low punt. Takes a big Leo roll across the 50, inside the 40, and down at the 39. So East Noble will get great field position after the 37-yard kick, but... A good end result for Leo. Getting that 37-yard punch, Shannon, because it kind of shanked a low-line drive that bounced before it even got to midfield. But a good 15-yard roll comes dead at the 39. So East Noble, first and 10, already leading at 7-6. to six. We've got 5.50 to play here in the first half. Yeah, it was almost blocked. So, you know, getting it off was just a, was just a great thing. Well, a high snap. The punter had to go up and make a good catch on. Remember, Leo does not punt often. From the left, Cash. Give to the running back. Here comes Nichols bringing it to the left. It's the short side of the field, so Nichols just runs out of real estate and never can really get much going north and south. He went out at the 41 after gaining two, so it will be second down and eight. Yeah, that time he was just a little bit too fast and didn't give his guard pulling enough time. Perico in the backfield, the running back to the left of Xander Brazel, sophomore quarterback for the East Noble Knights. Two receivers, both Munson and Zolman together to the right. And it'll be, oh, a quick slant, got a man open. It's caught by Nichols. He crosses midfield to the 45 of Leo. Another 14 yards on that quick slant. Just playing the numbers, feeling like there's no defender that's matched up against him. So just a quick burst off the line of scrimmage and a very quick throw from Brazel and a good gain for the Knights. Yeah, it was just an RPO, and it's what we call look, and that's what he did. He looked and hit him right in stride. Same formation, and this time it's a run to the left. A keeper for Brazel. Reads off the block, brings it wide, takes the sideline, and gets inside the Leo Lions 40. Knocked out at the 39 after picking up seven yards. Yeah, Carrico did a nice job of blocking out on the perimeter. Had he got up inside of that, he'd have probably picked up about five more yards. Brazel on the season averages 3.4 yards per carry. Has only carried it 27 times through nine or eight games. Games, so he doesn't carry it a lot. Three receivers to the wide side right. Single back to the left of Brazel is Carrico. And now Carrico shifts to the right side. And he'll get the handoff up the middle. Carrico, good burst inside the 35. Knocked down at the 34. Quick five yards on that handoff right up the middle for Caden Perico. Another first down for the East Noble Knights. And really like the design and play calling 
of the East Noble offense here tonight. Yeah, they're, they're getting a good mix and a rhythm established, and they're taking their chances with numbers where they're trying to get an extra body at the point of attack. Going under five minutes left in the second quarter. East Noble the ball at the Leo 34, first and 10. And here's a handoff to Carrico, bounces off a defender, keeps rumbling inside the 30 to the 29. Five more yards, Kanan Carrico. And East Noble, who already leads it 7-6, to six, now threatening again here late in the first half. Yeah, very good uh, rhythm here offensively. From the left hash, they put both receivers on the short side. Zolman is wide left. Munson in the slot. Carrico, the lone running back. Everybody pauses, looks to the sideline. Carrico will switch from the left to the right. Wing to the right side of the formation. Man in motion, Munson from the left slot into the backfield. Gets the handoff, follows a block to the right side of the line and takes it inside the 24. Finally stood up near the 23. It's going to be another five yards and a first down for the East Noble Knights. Again, great little design run there, getting the ball in your, you know, athlete's hand. He He's done that tonight twice where he's got a good run, and he may pop out the other end here. Just outside the red zone, East Noble with a 7-6 lead has the ball in a first and 10 at the 23. Quick pitch to the left. Here comes Carrico, and he's colored by D.J. Allen and thrown down by the 6-8 defensive end for a loss of about a yard and a half, maybe two, back to the 25. Yeah, nice play there. He was able to get off his block very good, used his hands well, and uh, made a nice tackle for loss there. Getting off the block says something, too, because he's lined up across from Chris Hood, the 6'8", 325-pound senior left tackle for the East Noble Knights. Now second and long. We'll call it second and 12 from just outside the 25-yard line. Man in motion all the way across. Munson comes to the left. Now the play clock down to two, down to one. They're going to have to be in motion. Got all the way to the near sideline. Looked over at his coach. He was about 10 feet away. <laughs> and you could see in the shrug that things had been kind of blown up, that something wasn't going right. <laughs> and so the timeout had to be called or they would have faced a delay of game. So a timeout, East Noble comes with 3:01 remaining here in the first half. Knights 7, Leo 6. Yeah, just a key component here is you got second and long here you want to get yourself in a position here where you got a third and manageable because then that way you're getting back on schedule after being put off schedule by dj allen's big tackle for loss so uh they've done pretty good thus far controlling the allens and livingston's on the leo's offense or defensive line uh and they got to continue to do that and especially allen because he's so explosive off the ball here we go with a second down and 12 on the left hash at the 25-yard line. East Noble, all blue uniforms, blue helmets, yellow numbers. Brazel puts a man in motion left to right at Zolman. He'll get the handoff of the jet sweep. Gets a block from Munson as he cuts it up at the numbers. He's inside the 20, finally tumbling to the 18-yard line. Nice seven-yard gain, and you mentioned that before the play, Shannon. Just trying to get enough out of this second down play on second and 12 to make it a third manageable. Now they've got third down about 
four or five to go yeah. with the ball at the 18-yard line. Yeah, and they're 56% on the year on third down, so they're putting themselves in a the position to have success. Little surprise they gave it to Zolman because they've been utilizing Nichols and uh, Munson on those type of plays. From the right hash, third down and five for the 18-yard line. Munson goes in motion right to left, and instead they'll give it up the middle. Carrico. Carrico dances his way inside the 15 to the 14. He's going to be a yard short of the first down after a four-yard gain right up the middle. Just kind of shuffled the feet laterally left and right and kept working his way forward for the four-yard gain. Now a fourth down and a yard to go with a minute 56 on the clock, and we're going to have a timeout called by Leo. So Jared Souter wants to save as much time as possible. I'm anxious to see this, Shannon. I want to know what Leo's two-minute offense looks like. Do they <laughs> do they just hand it off faster, or what do they do when yeah. they get to the two-minute Well, drill? that's going to be a, a good question to figure out, but fourth down-wise, East Noble, 63.1% on the year. So, from an analytical standpoint, highly successful. So, you know they're going to go for it here because of the the numbers are in their favor. And again, like you said, with 156 left, uh, Leo has taken another big chunk of time off the clock. And I said this earlier, their best defense is their offense. Well, and uh, you know, over the last, what, quarter and a half of this football game, Shannon, it seems like it's East Noble's offense that's been on the field. Yes. We've yeah. not seen much of Leo offense at all well they had that one three and out and but it's been dominated like you said by East Noble and how they've established the run game and in their first game that they played Leo ran the ball or I mean East Noble ran the ball very effectively in that game here we go it's a fourth down and one from the 14 yard line little uh, wildcat here Yep. It's Munson who gets into the shotgun, and now they'll put a tight end and an extra wing to the left side of the formation. Man in motion, Zolman left to right. Munson, a keeper. Nobody there. Munson, the 10, the 5, touchdown! The play completely confused the Leo Lions defense, and Munson ran to a hole where there was not a single defender that could touch him. Just off left tackle, Munson, 14 yards out on the fourth down play. Makes it 13 to 6 East Noble. Yeah, they went from an unbalanced set to a balanced set, and then they motioned and took the corner away. And extra points up and good. With a minute 51 remaining in our first half, it's now East Noble 14, Leo 6. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the Edge program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, The Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one -on -one consultation and become more with The Edge. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Oh, 
Great play call by the East Noble Knights to get a 14-yard quarterback keeper out of the Wildcat. Munson scores and makes it 14-6 East Noble. But Shannon, I think that's a play probably designed and drawn up based on things they saw in film against certain formations back in the regular season meeting because they created that with their yeah, formation. Yeah. They created that gap. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing here. Low line drive kick, squibbing inside the 20, taken at the 16. Bringing it to the right across the 30, and then stumbling out to about the 33-yard line. Max Leffler on the return for the Leo Lions, who have a minute 47 left here in the first half. They're down by eight. Now, the reason they're down by eight is because when they scored their first touchdown to take a 6 to nothing lead, they went for two, and they failed. Yeah, I, and I know that's something that they've done uh, this year, and I'm not quite sure what the reasoning. Well, remember, they did it in the regular season meeting when it was 32-all. They went up 38-32 to 32 right. and went for two in that situation. First and 10 from their own 33-yard line. Lions down by eight. The give to Hepner up the middle of the field. Hepner, a nice lane. He takes it across the 40 out to the 43 after picking up 10, maybe even 11 to the 44. It's a first down, but again, the clock runs. And this is a team in Leo that is not set up to play from behind. They've only thrown 14 passes from their quarterback this year. Yeah, and they, they, how they get fancies they put a wide out outside Riley Crawford Crawford by himself wide to the right balls on the right hash Sharon the running back takes the handoff just powers out to the 48 but again the clock continues to run it's a gain of only four yards second down and six and Leo not even at the line of scrimmage they're huddling yeah down to a minute six minute five minute four they'll take Crawford one-on-one -on -one, and I wouldn't be surprised but right now they've got him lined up as a tight end yep they move him in now with the tight end double tight end both left and right three backs in the backfield and they will go play action they're gonna go tr over the top and it is caught over on the far side at the East Noble 42 down to the 40 not even sure who went up and made the catch. It might have been Sharon. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be enough for a first down at the Knights 40, but down to 44 seconds, and it keeps running. Yeah, now I think you're going to see him take a shot with Crawford outside as Munson moves that way. Third reception of the year for Sharon, the first one that didn't go for a touchdown. Oh, Here's look out. Hepner. Hepner's got a lane down the far sideline. 20, 15, 10, and finally taken down where it'll be first and goal near the eight-yard line. They set up the blocking perfectly on that sweep to the left. And Hepner was able to stay inbounds and get enough of a gap to sprint down the sideline inside the 10 to the 8. 22 seconds. First and goal. The clock's running. Ball on the left hash. It's Sharon. Picks his spot running behind the right side of the line to the 2. 12 seconds. And Leo's going to have to take a timeout. <laughs> They'll have one timeout remaining. 
The ball at the two-yard line, where it's going to be second down and goal with 12 seconds remaining in the first half. A 14-6 game. And remember, on the coin toss, East Noble won the toss and took the football. So Leo will get a chance to start the second half with the first possession. Well, you asked how they're going to run their two-minute. They run their same offense. <laughs> now, they got a nice play on the pass play where he barely got it in over the defender. And then, like uh, like we said there on that sweep they, where Hepner got loose, that's that, where their big plays come from. They that was just, the 32-yard scamper for yeah. Hepner. So it's like you can run your regular offense. Offense, you get 32-yard gains on the ground. Exactly, and you know that's the one thing about their offense that you that, that people don't actually realize the number of big plays that they have, and I'm talking burst of plays where they get plus 25, plus 30. They've done it all year that way. I don't know how many they've had, but I get venture to say it's been a lot. With 12 seconds remaining in the first half, a 14-6 East Noble lead, but Leo has it. Second to goal at the two. Ball center between the hash marks. And before we have a snap, East Noble takes a timeout. They saw how Leo lined up, and now the Knights will take a timeout. We'll take a break as well. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 12 seconds remain in the first half here at East Noble. With Shannon Griffith, the coach, I am Brett Rump. John Graham, our studio producer, and John's going to give us some halftime scores of area sectional action coming up here at halftime. 14 to 6. And another timeout. Leo trails, <laughs> but they've got it second down and goal from the two, and East Noble's going to take another timeout. They came out in a, I would call for them, a spread look because they had three receivers out, out, out flanked out, and East Noble wasn't uh, geared for that type of formation. Tonight's action all in Class 1A through 4A, 5A and 6A on a bye week this week. But we'll get back to 5A and 6A action next week. We'll be at Carroll High School for the Homestead Spartans and the Carroll Chargers. Saw the first meeting and probably not the type of game either one of us expected, Shannon. It no. turned into a defensive battle, 17 to 10. Carroll got the win. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll see some more points this time around. Well, that's going to be another good matchup, you know, uh, with Warsaw waiting in the wings. Here we go. Lined up, ready to go on a second down and goal from the two. Leo under center, down by eight, roll out to the left. Barber looks to throw in the end zone, and it's almost intercepted. Close to picked off, but incomplete. 
had no one open, really only one man on the route. And the Knights had a guy that kind of jumped the route and another man in coverage, no chance of completing it. Five, 7.5 seconds still left. I'm kind of surprised at the play call there because they're on the two yard line. Kind of surprised only four and a half seconds ran off the clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're playing it even. But really, I mean, with what they do, I would have guessed they would have just handed it off. So it is third down and goal from the two-yard line. Barber gets under center. The pitch to Hepner. Hepner behind the left side of the line. Takes it two yards into the end zone. Touchdown. Carson Hepner. His eighth of the year. And now a two-point try could tie this game up heading into the locker room with just 3.7 seconds on the clock here in the second quarter leo's gonna go for two they will line up with two tight ends Crawford lines up as a tight end on the right side. Three backs behind Barber. Under center, Barber gives it to Sharon, and he'll follow the other two backs into the end zone, and the two-point try is good, and we've got a tie game, 14-14, with 3.7 seconds on the clock. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 Menards, we purchase truckloads of paint to pass the savings on to you. Check out our huge selection of paint from Dutch Boy. These paints and primers in one have superior protection for your wall. Get a gallon of interior flat paint for only $19.99 after 11% off and $8 rebate. Right now, save late. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. All tied up here at East Noble. 14-14 as the Leo Lions now will get set to kick off with just 3.7 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Interesting, Shannon, that the special teams of East Noble just had a big meeting with the head coach over here on the sideline with a lot of talking from Coach Luke Amstutz. You wonder if they might try to do something here, whether it's the lateral, whether it's a reverse, if they want to try to get points because, remember, Leo is going to get that second half kickoff yeah I, and i you know again they need to choose something little low line drive kick on one hop it's taken but there's a whistle offside and an offsides against the leo lions it's going to bring it back and leo's going to have to re-kick from the 35 yeah that helps out east noble because now they got a you know better chance of getting some better yardage here 3.7 seconds. Well, the other question is, do you play around with laterals, or if you can get to a sideline and get out of bounds, do you try to get out of bounds and go to a uh, offensive play? Yeah. So Leo will kick off. It's all tied up, 14 apiece. 
Left to right, the all-white uniformed Lions kick a squib, bouncing and bouncing. It finally is taken on a hop at the 30, 35, out to the 39, and that will burn us to halftime as Nichols gets stood up with the football at the 39-yard line, all tied up here at East Noble. Well, Shannon... The 1380, the fan magic, has followed us up here to Kendallville. We've seen some terrific football games, and so far, a really good first half. Yeah, solid first half. I would say uh, if you asked East Noble to go untied at 14-14, they, they take it because the last time they played them, they were down quite a bit going into halftime. So a uh, good half of football, did what they needed to do, minimized uh, Leo's touches as much as they could. Uh, I do question a little bit of the squib kick after they scored not kicking it deep uh, because of Leo's uh, offense, but all in all, good good half of football. I think we only had six possessions in that first half. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of possessions uh, when yep, you look six. at it. And, and, you know, so you had six possessions and uh, only two times did a team not score when they got the football. Uh, so a pretty efficient first half, even though we've got a 14-14 to -14 game, and it just kind of tells you the type of game we've had so far. Both teams have been able to effectively run the football. They've been able to convert on third down. They've uh, kept the chains moving with long drives that were time consuming. And that's why I felt like this first half of football, both teams go to the locker room for Jared Souter. He probably feels like the Lions basically performed like he expects them to. Run the football, establish the run. The defense might be where he puts his attention here at halftime. And for Coach Luke Amstutz, like you said, he's got to be pleased. Got a defensive stop, which not too many teams have been getting defensive stops <laughs> right. against the Sleo Lions offense. But also got uh, some efficiency out of the offense because, Shannon, we saw them against Norwell. Yeah. They couldn't do anything offensively that night. Well, and I think that game was uh, one where East Noble let their Leo game beat them twice effectively because the, the way they played in that game was not the typical East Noble team that we're accustomed to seeing on Friday nights. We'll take a break. We're going to come back here, give you the first half scoring rundown, and then we're going to be sending it to the halftime studio. John Graham with a full rundown of area scores, and then we'll be back. We've got a second half to take place up here in Kendallville, where it's all tied up at the break. 14-14 between the Leo Lions and the East Noble Knights. You're listening to high school football and the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Services. A Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. 
At Menards, we purchase truckloads of paint to pass the savings on to you. Check out our huge selection of paint from Dutch Boy. These paints and primers in one have superior protection for your wall. Get a gallon of interior plant paint for only $19.99 after 11% off and $8 rebate. Right now, save 11% on everything at Menards. Savings are a mail-in rebate. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find Find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Services. A Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to East Noble, where the Knights and the Leo Lions are all tied up, 14 apiece here at the half. And it's not as simple as just touchdown, kick the extra point, touchdown, kick the extra point. Little... A little different than that, and to tell you how the first half went, here's Shannon Griffith. Well, we started with Leo taking their drive, 12 plays, 88 yards. Sharon runs in from eight yards out, and East Noble, I'm sorry, Leo had an early 6-0 lead as their two-point play did not convert. Then in the second quarter, East Noble takes their... Uh, takes a drive, 16 plays, 82 yards, 7.58 left on the clock. Carrico out, runs in from one yard out. The PAT was good, and East Noble was up 7-6. to six. Then East Noble comes back again, this time after a three-and-out stop by their defense at 151 left in the second quarter. They go nine plays, 61 yards. This time, Nick Munson from the Wildcat runs in from 14 yards out. The PAT was 
was good, and East Noble was up 14 to six, but the Leo Lions put a put a drive together their own with three seconds left in the second quarter. They go on a seven-play, 67-yard drive. This time, Hepner from two yards out. And then Sharon gets the two-point play to tie the ball game up at 14-14 here at East Noble. Offensive total yardage, 159 for Leo, 163 for the Knights. And time of possession, 12.55 for East Noble to 10.50 for Leo. So we're looking at a pretty evenly matched half by both teams. And probably couldn't script a better half. Yeah, it was uh, fun with two teams that had seen each other already once this season. You could almost see some of the things that they had uh, had the coaches' meetings and discussed. Hey, when we see them again or if we see them again, these are some things we're going to want to attack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you, you could just tell there were certain things both coaches wanted to do. I kind of felt in the first half that it was East Noble that had a consistent <laughs> consistent number of uh, adjustments that we could see and things they wanted to run and attack offensively. I felt like Leo, we just saw what, what Leo does. Right. They, they didn't really have to change a whole lot. They just have to continue to execute to be effective offensively. But for East Noble, I felt like they had to come up with a game plan. And credit to Luke Amstutz and his staff, I felt like they came up with a pretty effective one here in the first half. You know, Luke has a very good offensive mind. I've always been impressed with him as a coach, as an offensive play caller throughout the years when I've watched him uh, coach and have these off plays does offensively. I think he does a great job of scheming defenses and putting his best players in a position for success. We've seen that with Munson a couple times. We saw it once with uh, Zolman where he got the big run on third, I believe it was third down or second down to set up a shorter third down play. So all in all, I would say offensively speaking, they've done what they needed to do here in the first half by limiting Leo's touches for the most part, uh, even though it was evened up. So we will uh, take another break here on the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. When we come back, it'll be John Graham in the studio. He's got updates for you on area high school football games tonight, of course, across Class 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A, as Class 5A and 6A have the bye week. Uh, here at uh, East Noble, our halftime score, the Leo Lions and the East Noble Knights all knotted up 14 apiece. You're listening to high school football. Ball on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Uh, there are no open tables. Let's try going somewhere else. Is this a familiar feeling on a weekend afternoon trying to find a place to watch games? Come to Bobby McGee's right next to Pierre's in the Marketplace of Canterbury. We've got 20 TVs, and you can even call ahead and reserve a table. You can watch anybody from the Big Ten and Notre Dame to the SEC and Pac-12 on Saturdays. And with the NFL ticket on Sundays, you can watch the Colts, the Bears, as well as every other NFL game each week. Again, 20 live TVs with pool tables and dartboards. We also have a family room that's open until 9 with games for kids. On Saturdays for college football, we've got $5.00 bombs and on Sundays for the NFL we've got $10 domestic buckets $3 well drinks and half price appetizers along with the famous $30 margarita tube. As a special offer to 1380 The Fan listeners we're offering a free appetizer if you text football to 46862 make Bobby McGee's your new football home on the weekends and remember to text football to 46862 for a free app score a touchdown this weekend and come to Bobby McGee's 
Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price. Make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome to Sectionals Week. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show here on 1380 The Fan, and I am John Graham. Matthew is off tonight. Here are your Sectionals Minute Halftime Scores. Right now, the game of the week, we're following East Noble and, T- and Leo. That is currently all tied up 14-14 to 14 at the half. Bishop Lures is leading Fairfield 20 to nothing at the second. That game started at 7.30 tonight. Am Central is surprisingly leading only by 6 to nothing Cherubusco at the half. Concordia Lutheran is leading Northwestern 14 to nothing in the second. Currently, uh, New Haven and Huntington North are all tied up as well. At the half, 14 to 14. Columbia City is leading Angola, 35 to 12. Norwell, surprisingly, is also leading uh, 35, uh, 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 Mackinac, 35 to nothing in second. Another surprising score, but not a surprise. East Side is leading 35 to Bluffton, zero in the second. Jimtown right now at the half is leading West Noble 16 to 7 and DeKalb and Wawasee is tied up at 7 to 7. Is there a score we should know? Make sure you send scores to our Twitter handle at 1380thefan. And in MLB playoffs it's do or die tonight. Uh, the ALCS game six is tonight. Currently, Boston Red Sox and Houston Astros are nothing to nothing. However, the Astros is leading the, ser- the series three to er, three to th- three. 
And in MA and in the NBA preseason, right now we have the Indiana Pacers tied up with the Washington Wizards 73 to 73 at the half. This has been the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show here on 13 The Fan. I'm John Graham, and we now return you to, the, to our feature game of the week, East Noble and Leo, which is right now tied up 14 to 14, here on 13 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. Their family serving your family now for 40 years. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I received. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the EDGE program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the EDGE is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one consultation and become more with the EDGE. For 25 years, Saturday mornings have been Fighting Irish Preview Time. I'm Phil Houck. Join me and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, for the silver anniversary season of Fighting Irish Preview. Silver anniversary season? That means you're old. Not exactly. Old, yes, but older and wiser. Wise analysis, wise predictions, and wise inside information. So, Saturday mornings at 10, right after Jim Shovelin and Talking Sports, tune in to Fighting Irish Preview on 1380 The Fan. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 
back in Kendallville, where we're just moments away from a second half of football, all tied up, 14 apiece between the Leo Lions and the East Noble Knights. Halftime adjustments. I'm not sure either team needs to make any, but for East Noble, I think this game's going to come down to how many stops they can have against this Leo Lions offense. Yeah, I still think they got to steal a possession or two, somehow be that a turnover or you know, an onside surprise kick or something like that. But you're right, too much, not too many adjustments here at halftime on either side. It was a 6 to nothing game. Leo early. Lions opted to go for two on the very first touchdown of the game. They failed, got stood up at the one-yard line. That left us 6 to nothing. Ace Noble then on the ensuing drive took it 88 yards and eventually scored on a 14-yard touchdown run. That made it 6-6. The extra point gave East Noble their first lead of the game at 7-6. Then East Noble got a three and out against the Lions. East Noble turned around with the next possession and took it in for the uh, for another touchdown that gave them a seven-point or an eight-point lead by the time they kicked the extra point. They were up 14-6 and then the half ended with Leo taking it uh, the length of the field virtually and eventually scoring with just seconds to go in the half. And now Leo will get the second half kickoff. Yeah, this is a, you know, getting that score there right before half, now getting the ball again. Uh, Rooks in Leo's favor. He's noble will kick left to right. That's north to south. East Noble's kicker is Nick Klein, and he'll tee it up at his own 40. Ryland Crawford, Max Leffler among those to return it. High pop-up near sideline. It's caught by Crawford at about the 30, and immediately he's wrapped up. That was almost like a punt and punt <laughs> coverage right over here on the sideline. Yeah, I'm just getting that big high, what we call a bloop, and uh, he got a lot of air on it. <laughs> yeah, that, it went up in the air like a punt. And uh, it was caught by Crawford. Not a fair catch, but immediately when he made the catch, he got hit over on the near sideline at the 30. So it is first and 10 for Leo from their own 30-yard line. Again, just underway in the second half. A tied-up ball game, 14 apiece. From the left hash, Lions line up with Jackson Barber under center. No shotgun required for the Leo Lions. Trip running backs. They'll give to Sharon. Mason Sharon. He's the third back through the hole following the right side of his line. He'll get out to about the 34. And again, that's effective defense against this attack, Shannon, but it's still a four-yard game. <laughs> still a four-yard game, and for a little bit of adjustment there, they went to an unbalanced and put Crawford as the wideout at the top where we're looking at from, so there's your little bit of adjustment. <laughs> yeah, Crawford See, lines up yeah. wide to the right on the wide side of the field. Three running backs lined up in the tee behind Barber. And Barber 
will give to the first man through, and that's going to be Caden Miller, who we haven't seen much of. Miller, a 5'7", 190-pound senior. He was kind of the featured back yeah. in this offense a year ago, but not as much this year. A rare carry for Miller, but he only went for a yard to the 35, so it's going to be a third down, five to go for the Leo Lions and a chance for East Noble to immediately come out, set a tone, and try for a three and out for the Leo Lions. From the 35, third down, five to go. Barber, pitch, Sharon taking it to the right. He's tripped up at the 38, fell forward to the 40, but he might be just shy of hitting the stripe. It's really close. Oh, and then he's going to measure it. Wow. And they give it to him. Oh, you they can't... gave him a good spot, and they put the nose of the football right on the painted line here on the artificial surface at East Noble, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Boy, if I'm Amstutz, I'm I'm a little bit uh, He's wondering. He's still pointing at the field, not happy, and the fans on this side not too happy as well. But it is a first down on the third down and five. Leo converts. They're at their own 40. From the right hash, give the first man through. And again, I think this might be Caden Miller. This time he rumbles all the way across the 50, falling to the 48-yard line of East Noble. They ran their little trap play inside there and got a big gate. And you talk about Miller, the first meeting of this year, they had he had a bunch of big runs, especially on the run that gave him the uh, the lead in that game. That's a 12-yard carry for Caden Miller, who averages 15.2 yards a run this year. At the 48 of East Noble, first and 10, Leo. And the give. I believe it is Mason Sharon with the carry, following Landon Livingston and DJ Allen, the right side of that Leo Lions offensive line. And Sharon will take it to the 45, just inside the 45, about a three-yard carry. Second down and seven for the Lions. Now, East Noble's changed up their front. They've gone to more of a, what we call a 3-3 stack, three down linemen and three linebackers with two outside linebackers. Just inside the Knights 45. Lions with the football second and seven. And this time the give to Hepner. Hepner plows down the middle of the field, getting close to the 36-yard line. That is going to be a nine-yard gain and a first down for Leo. Yeah, I'm not sure why they went to the 3-3 this time because for... Leo, it's simple. Block down and kick out, and with this one, you get a little bit more gap exposure, and that's what we're finding with some of these runs. The way the Leo Lions backs line up, Sharon of the three backs, he's the one that lines up at the left, so his runs usually are behind the right side of the line. That's Livingston and Allen, arguably the two best linemen for the Lions. Here's a handoff up the middle, Hepner, and he'll take it for a good burst inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. About eight yards on that carry up the middle by Carson Hepner, but Shannon, I was mentioning, Sharon, who averages 12.6 yards a carry and has over 1,000 yards on a year, he may be the beneficiary of the guy that lines up just in the right spot because most <laughs> of his carries go behind those two yeah. offensive linemen. Yeah, I would imagine there was a maybe rock, paper, scissors game going on. <laughs> 
Second down, one to go from the 27. Quarterback sneak, Barber easily the first down, taking it to the 23-yard line. Great surge up front by that big Leo Lions offensive line. And talked earlier, Shannon, about this offensive line being the size that could probably just take the drive right up to Angola and line up for trying on a Saturday right now. Yeah. 270 at left tackle. Truman Words 245 at left guard. Their center goes 255. Livingston at right guard at 285. And DJ Allen at 245. But that's 6'8", 245, and a very fit and strong 245. Here's Sharon. He'll follow the right oh, side of the line. Take away from a tackle, and now Sharon free. The 10, the 5, touchdown, Mason Sharon. From 24 yards, touchdown, Leo, and the Lions are back on top. I don't know who missed the tackle, but they had him stopped in the backfield, basically. He broke the tackle, kind of stopped on the play because they thought the, uh, their defensive end was going to make the play. Sharon is a strong back, almost deceptively strong. Six feet tall, 205 pounds. The senior just took it in for his 16th touchdown of the year. And now they'll go for two. Once again, offense on the field. And they'll go play action, try to throw it, and he's hit as he unloads, and it's incomplete. Good job bringing pressure by the East Noble defense. And the two-point try is no good. And you just wonder if going for two after every touchdown, eventually if that math could bite you in the you-know-what, Shannon. Because yeah. right now it's a 20-14 to 14 game. 7.28 remains in our third quarter. Leo on top of East Noble on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Leo to kick off, now leading at 20 to 14. Here's the kick, a line drive kick at the 10, 15, 20. Oh. 25 tripped up, and Munson will go down. And it's going to be East Noble starting first and 10, just inside their own 25-yard line with 7.23 to play in the third quarter. Leo now has reclaimed the lead, 20 to 14. Yeah, huge drive coming out of there at the halftime. Did what they needed to do, get points on the board, and they did it. On comes the East Noble offense, led by a sophomore quarterback, Xander Brazel. Just at this point of the year, he's played his nine-game requisite, so I guess you could call him a junior, even though in class still a sophomore, but he's They're got the experience. Yeah, they've got somebody, I think, cramping over here on the side, and so it's Carrico that's going to come in late. They've got eight on the play clock, and they get lined up. Carrico in the backfield, and Carrico the handoff. Follows the right side of the line across the 25 to the 26. Only two yards for Caden Carrico. 
Yeah, I don't think he was supposed to be in. No, it surprisingly. was. Uh, no, he comes right back out. I think. Uh, not sure if it was a personnel grouping or a package that they had, but. They had to get Carrico out there as the 11th man in the formation. Now Carrico to the sideline, and it's second down and eight from the 26. Quick drop, the slant, oh. and the linebacker got back and deflected it away from Zolman, who was the intended receiver. Ethan Crawford, a 5'8", 160-pound junior outside linebacker, did a nice job laying out and deflecting the football. Yeah, he did a good job of baiting the quarterback there into throwing that slant and almost had a big pick. Third down eight. Big play for East Noble. You don't want this one to start to get out of hand. Can't count on the big comeback twice against this team. Drop back in the pocket. Brazzle throw over the middle. Got a man open. Caught out at the 45-yard line. Huge play. Huge nice play. catch by Nolan Rhodes, the senior slot. Just ran straight down the field, just a vertical, and was in a seam between the safety and the linebacker, and a beautiful throw by Brazel. Kind of snaps that almost sideline. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of a Phillip Rivers-ish yeah, type of throw, but a quick. big gain and a first down at the 49. And here goes Rhodes on the handoff. They tried the jet sweep, and Mason Sharon got into the backfield and blew it up for a loss back at the 44. Maybe, well, now the 42, they'll mark this. That is a loss of seven on that attempted jet sweep. I thought they'd give him forward progress because I thought it got knocked back to the 42, but yeah, a loss of seven. They went totally misdirection there because they pulled the guard and tackled. Well, Mason Sharon, the linebacker, just shot in un unblocked. They'll go with the little swing pass. Munson near oh. sideline. Had one man he had to beat, and he couldn't get out of the tackle of Leo's Camden Zeisloft, who got over to the sideline and really had a, a form tackle on him to take him down after a game out to the Leo 48. So a gain of 10 on the play. Now it's a third down and seven. Got it into that third manageable situation, making up for that big loss on first down. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go for it if they don't make it here. Munson goes in motion. They'll hand it off instead. Nichols got the cut, got the first down. He's inside the 40 and still working toward the sideline to the 41 before he broke the sideline plane and went out of bounds. Good running by Ethan Nichols. Good awareness to see that gap. Kind of a uh, read play. He can he can take it wide or he can cut it up <coughs> off his tackle. Yeah. And that time Nichols, you mentioned it, cut it up off the tackle and got a nice seam for a big gain and a first down, a huge third down conversion. That's two of them on this drive so far, Shannon, and that's what East Noble needs to do. Exactly. They've got to keep the football in their possession and finish with touchdowns. Yeah, and Crawford just went out for Leo with a cramp, it looked like, but you're correct. You know, they have to find ways to convert those third or even fourth downs in this game because they've got to be in a position to get points on every drive. Leo, the number two team in Class 4A. They're undefeated at 9-0. 
First and ten for the Knights. I knew it. There and it they was. throw that little dump over the middle. Nichols with the catch at the 32. Stays on his feet inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. Yeah, that's that read option where if nobody's over the wing, he just goes three yeah. yards three yards across the line of scrimmage, turns around, and Brazel just pops it to him real quick. <laughs> yeah, They gained eight on it. Yeah, because their linebackers are too tied up in the line of scrimmage. They can't adjust to it. Second down and two at the 27-yard line. Maybe the 28. Shotgun snap, quick wide receiver screen. Zolman makes the catch. Zolman one-on-one near sideline, breaks for the edge and got tackled in the open field. Looks like Caden Miller made the tackle, but Zolman takes it down to the 20 where he's got another first down for the East Noble Knights. Yeah, they're and they're getting their targets, and what I mean by that, the guys that they need to get the ball. That was close. Zolman almost went down to one knee to make that <laughs> catch. That was very close yeah. to downing himself for no gain. But it's a first down. East Noble trying to answer the Leo score to start our second half. Leo leads it 20 to 14. Clock runs with under 4.15 to play here in the third. Brazel, the give to Carrico. Oh, nice job of reading that trap block. He cuts it up at the hash mark. He gets inside the 20, barely. Short gain of a couple yards for Caden Carrico, but if he didn't cut up off that right. block, he would have been taken down for probably a two-yard loss. Yeah, and their linebackers are getting awful nosy. They're trying, they're seeing those guys pull, and they're trying to fill those gaps pretty quick. So that was a, a really good cut there, like you said. It is second down, and we'll call it nine from just inside the 20. The red zone for the East Noble Knights. They're down by six. They've got numbers. Put a wing to the left side of the formation. Now a man comes in motion. Good to Carrico. Carrico, left side of the line, got through the hole. He's got good yardage inside the 10, down to the nine. And a flag right in the middle of that offensive line, and that's not good for East Noble. No, they had the numbers on them, and... and and uh, got a really nice run play, but it looks like they're going to have a possible hold here. And there's the call. And they point to... No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see a panic in that referee when he pointed the wrong direction. It's just a, <laughs> I'm laughing here, too. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. He got the crowd reaction when he signaled holding and pointed against Leo. The East Noble crowd just about jumped out of their seats, and then he realized, no, 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 don't get excited. No, 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 I pointed the wrong way. <laughs> I thought they were, the stands were going to start <laughs> throwing their bells at him. So uh, so now it is marched off against East Noble. They'll bring the ball back to where'd they end up sitting this? I don't see the football. 27? Yeah, right there about the 27. And, you know, going back to the play itself, that's a huge penalty against them here because they had a nice run, and now they're back into Would have had first, the sticks. first and goal. Now second and long. Here's a give to Carrico, bouncing it near side, or is it Nichols? It might be Nichols bringing it to the right, and he'll take a short gain down to about the 20. So he picks up 
six yards or so, maybe seven. But uh, they need bigger chunks. They'll put it at the 21 is where he went down. So it's now a third down, 10 to go from the 21-yard line. Shotgun for Xander Brazel. Trip receivers to the left. That's the wide side of the field. Perico in the backfield to his left. Here comes Shotgun snap. Quarterback draw. Brazel up the middle. Nothing there. The blocking never got set up. And East Noble never had numbers. The yeah. hole was filled. Tanner Jackson made the tackle. And it's going to bring up a fourth down and almost eight or nine to go. Ball just barely inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, that's not a good call there when you're going man across the board and bringing a blitz. So they were hoping for catching. Leo there, and unfortunately, they ran themselves right into a, a bad play. Big fourth down. Yeah. East Noble down by six to the Leo Lions late in the third quarter. Shotgun. Brazel drops back, looks to the right, throws near sideline. It's low, going down, and making a sliding catch is Nick Munson, and it's inside wow. the 10 for a first down. What an adjustment to the football by the wide receiver. It was a low throw, and Munson had to go right down to the turf and pick it to make a clean catch. He did it, and a first and or first and goal for East Noble, converting on the fourth down and keeping this drive alive and their chances to take the lead alive. Good thing we don't have replay, because that, <laughs> that would have been looked at. They're going to get numbers on him again. Shifting to the left. Now a man in motion left to right. The give to Carrico. That's the play they ran. They got caught for caught for holding. That time Carrico inside the five to the three. Picked up about four or five yards. So it's second down and goal. Close to the three-yard line. East Noble trails by six. We're in the last minute of the third quarter. But the Knights threatening. Second and goal. Just outside the three-yard line. It's been a fun football game to watch with these two teams both playing well, both doing what they have to do to try to win this football game. Knights on the second and goal. They overshift again to the left. This time they'll run it to the left. Carrico, oh, and that man, time he just got stood up at the light of scrimmage and knocked down. No gain. It'll be third goal from the three. Well, it's interesting. When they run against the numbers, when they overload that, that line, when they run against it, they've had better opportunities than running right into it. Yeah, they got that. They did block. You got to block the end. When you don't block the end, he's going to make a play. So that's what happened there. We're going to go to the other end of the field. And after three quarters of play, Leo is leading it over East Noble. 20 to 14. Knights threatening as we start quarter number four next. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 
Pizza your way with the $10 case maker only at Pizza Hut. Get a large pizza that you can customize with up to three of your favorite toppings for just 10 bucks. Craving bacon, sausage, green pepper, 10 bucks. Ham and pineapple, 10 bucks. Pepperoni mushroom and more pepperoni. We like your style. And yeah, that's just 10 bucks too. The $10 case maker only from Pizza Hut. Your pizza, your way. Pair the $10 case maker with an all you can eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. 13 80 the fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football. Starting our fourth quarter, Leo leads it 20 to 14, but East Noble with a third and goal from the three. They're down by six. Again, they'll shift the tight end and the wing from the left side to the right side. Man in motion, right to left. They'll throw a quick screen, and here comes the defense, and Nichols wrapped up at the 10. Leo all over it. Again, I'm not, I don't understand the play call there because they go to unbalance and they bring Munson in motion and they don't adjust and there's a guy out there unblocked. So now it is a fourth down. The tackle made at about the 11. So it is fourth and goal from the 11-yard line. And so far, the indication is that East Noble is going to go for it. Down by six, 11-21. Clock running in the fourth quarter. Here we go, Brazel. Lining up in the gun. Two receivers to the right, a receiver to the left. They'll throw the fade to the left corner of the end zone. Munson goes up one-handed. He almost brought it down, but it's incomplete. And I think they switched. They brought Zolman over here and ran the fade with Zolman. Wow, he almost made a one-handed yeah. grab, but Zolman lines up on the right side almost every time. That time they slipped him out of the left side to try to get a more favorable matchup against the Leo corner. And he went up with one hand and almost snared it. But on fourth down, an incomplete pass will give the ball to the Leo Lions, and they still lead it 20-14 to 14 with 11.07 to play. Yeah, that third down call really cost them there. And, uh, you know, they were trying to get away with, you know, kind of trickery because uh, they brought Munson in motion, but Leo did not fall for it. First and 10 for Leo. Knights will have to try to get a stop and get the ball back. And the handoff to Hepner. Hepner hit near the line of scrimmage. Short gain of a yard for Carson Hepner. And so far, so good for East Noble's defense. It's a second down and nine with the ball marked out at the 12. It's too bad they couldn't capitalize on that last drive because they had set a 17-play drive going. The Leo Lions, number two in Class 4A against number 11, East Noble. Knights actually in the top 10, according to the coaches. And here's a give to running back out to about the 15. It's going to bring up a third down and long. East Noble's fans giving their defense some motivation here to come up with a stop on third down and seven. Leo with the ball from their own 15-yard line. These are tough situations. Leo can run the ball for seven yards, but then if you end up with a fourth and short, what do you do from around your own 20? Yeah, they've been... 
Third down seven. Under center, they'll pitch it. Here comes Sherrod. Sherrod got a hole. Oh, he got 20, hold. 25, 30. There's a flag on the play. Sharon still on his feet across midfield. Finally grabbed by the shirt, thrown out of bounds by Munson at the East Noble 38, but the flag is going to be a hold on the initial block that freed Mason Sharon for the big gain, and it's all coming back, and it's going to bring up a third down and very long yeah. for the Leo Lions. Yeah, they got, uh, I think it was Caden Miller, and he held because he grabbed the guy, and I'm, uh, luckily the official there on the near sideline saw it through his flag, and this is going to be a... Half the distance, isn't it? Yeah. I will say, yeah, I will say, well, it's at the 20. They're marking it around the 21. Yeah, with Is a, that where they're marching it from? That would take it back to about the uh, 11. Yeah, it will be at 11. So that's... So, so to the 11-yard line where it now brings up a third down and about 11 to go. They're going to need outside the 21, and the ball just outside the 10. Yeah. Huge play for the defense here. Leo from their own 11. Third down, 11. Under center, Barber gives to Mason Sharon up the middle. Sharon hit at the 18, moving the pile forward to the 20. Wow. And finally, East Noble with First about down. four players stack him up at about the 21, but it's real close to the first down. He was able to just push for about three or four yards after contact. They don't give him the spot that the side judge was oh, marking. Wow. They put the ball at the 20 where it's a yard short of the first down. Oh, my. It is Fourth down and a yard, and here's that situation, Shannon. What do you do? Well, you're fourth down and a yard from your own 20-yard line. You're leading it by six they with may, nine minutes left. They may go long count here and try to draw them offside to get a freebie. Barber under center, and they will snap it. Barber, quarterback oh, wow. sneak. He stacked up. I think he got the yard, but it's going to come down to the spot of the football. Yeah. This is close. I mean, he really didn't get that much. Well, movement. Barber's not a big guy. It's, you know, sometimes they say the quarterback sneak, it's a real advantage with a tall quarterback. That's not Barber. Yeah. Jackson Barber's only 5'8", so when he leans forward, he barely gets to the shoulder pads of his center. Yeah. And now we're going to get a measurement. They're looking at it. They have not signaled, and they're bringing the chains onto the field. What a big, big measurement this is. Yeah. I will say this, though, Shannon, from our vantage point, I think he's got it. Like close to uh, about a third of the football, but we'll see. 8.46 remains in the football game. Leo up by six. Fourth down at the 22. And a first down. By the nose. By the nose of the football. It's a first down for the Leo Lions. Just outside their 21. The sneak is good. And Leo keeps the football. Now they've got some breathing room at their own 21 with 8.46 to play. Leo, 20. East Noble, 14. Well, that's that's a coach having a lot of confidence in these guys up front to get it done, but you got to go back to that third down play. When you have third and 11, you cannot allow a 10-yard run to occur there, especially up the middle. From their own 21-yard line, 
three running backs and the pitch. Hepner left side. He cuts up off tackle and he gets hit at the line of scrimmage. Might have gotten a half a yard. Good job that time by East Noble with a good hit to stop the momentum of Hepner. Only a one-yard gain for the senior running back, Carson Hepner, at second down and nine at the 22. Yeah, that's the play that they've gone to with pretty much success, that little toss sweep that they run, but East Noble has defended it pretty well here the last couple times. Now they're really going to split the formation. Under eight minutes left. A six-point lead for the Lions with the football. Second down and nine at their own 22. And here's Mason Sharon up the middle. Sharon just fighting out to the 25. Picks up three. Boy, he runs hard, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, he had he had guys holding on to him, and he still just muscled for about three yards. Yeah, I mean, he's a pretty powerful six, running back. Six feet tall, 205 pounds. And we, it's every week, we see a running back that is around the 200 to 210 weight, and they run physical, and they also got speed, which is amazing. Seven minutes left in this football game. Leo with a third down and five from the 25-yard line. Give Mason Sharon. He is tripped up as he goes through the hole and falls forward to the 28. He's two yards short. Now you got, now you got a fourth and two. Now, you know, I'm going to guess that he's going to go. He's going to punt. Yeah, he's going to punt it. Yeah, this is a little bit uh, difficult to think about going for it here especially with the ball inside your 30-yard line. From the 29, they will kick it on fourth down and two. It is Carson Hepner lining up to punt it with six and a half minutes left. Leo with a six-point lead will give the ball up to East Noble. And it's blocked! It's blocked! The ball goes back inside the 10. It's wow. just on at the five-yard line by the East Noble Knights. And I think that was, uh, I think it was Christensen that got the block. 57, 57. Tristan Ward, Tristan Ward, I believe it was. Ward is 6'7", so that would make sense. He busted through, Tristan Ward busted through. And the, it was a low line drive kick, and we've seen that all night yeah. from Leo. As Ward was about five yards from Hebner, and Hebner just kicked it so low that the 6-7 Ward was able to put his hand up and block it. Now for the five-yard line, first and goal for East Noble. Give to Carrico, big hole up the middle. Kate Carrico takes it in for a touchdown. We're all tied up, and an extra point could put the East Noble Knights in front. minutes 11 seconds to play here in Kendallville following the block punt one play for East Noble taking it five yards on the Kane and Carrico run and now the extra point could put East Noble in front and to kick it it is Nick Klein set kick looks good and it is lead it 21 20
money over the number two ranked team in the state in Class 4A. Six minutes, 11 seconds still to be played. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Two-point tries by Leo tonight have been a key to this game. Right now, it's the difference. 6-11 yeah. to play, 21-20. East Noble now leads it over the Leo Lions. Leo has tried for two after every touchdown. They were only successful once. And here is the kickoff by East Noble. Caught at about the five. Left sideline, 15, 20, 25. Got a block. 35, 40, 45, and all the way to midfield. What a return for Leo. Hey, Miller, boy, he's a bull in the china shop. Is that Miller? Or, uh, I can yeah. tell it was one or seven. One, yeah, it was Miller. That just, yeah. And I think they got away with the hold down here about the 20 that sprung him because... Well, he had a tightrope right down that yeah. sideline. He didn't have a whole lot of room, but he took it right down the sideline. 44 yards out to the 49, where it's first and 10 for the Leo Lions with 6.02 to play. I'm not sure what they're... What a game we've got going on. And they're checking something here right at the 50 on the East Noble sideline. They're pointing at something, and I'm not exactly sure. Well, it must have been the ball boy. <laughs> Well, everything is sorted out now. We're ready to go. Leo with the ball. First and 10 at their own 49-yard line. They're on the right hash. They do put Ryland Crawford out wide in the formation to the left. Three running backs. And they give it the first one through. That's Hepner. And Hepner is hit at the 50. Forward progress to the 49. A two-yard gain on first down. It's second down at eight. Yeah. You know, one thing they haven't done tonight quite well yet is letting uh, Jackson Barber keep the football. You know, and he's, he's one of those guys that I've been watching. They're not paying much attention to. So don't be surprised if he doesn't come out. <laughs> out of the backfield of carrying the ball here. From the East Noble 49, Leo, second down and eight. And Barber will there it take is. it, and then Barber keeps it wide to the left. Cuts it up at the hash marks and gets hit by a truck at about the 46. That was Zolman. <laughs> Zolman just came up and hit the 5'8", 175-pounder and stopped him in his tracks at the 46. It's going to bring up a third down and five for Leo. Now, I didn't pick up signals there, so that was a pure... 
field because if he doesn't tackle him, it's a big play. You're our regular Tony Romo here. <laughs> 449, Fox ticks under center. Barber from the left hash. Pitch to Sharon. Cuts it up behind his right tackle, and he gets tackled as he gets close to the 42, two yards short of a first down. Yeah. Maybe a yard short. We'll call it fourth down and one to go. Yeah. Clock continues to run with four and a half minutes left. East Noble 21, Leo 20. Lions the ball, fourth down and one from the East Noble 42. Well, this is another big play in this game. Same formation. Three running backs under center. Barber on the fourth down play. Barber gives Sharon. First down, Sharon through the hole, and he has to be tackled in the open field by Zolman as he spins inside the 35 to the 34, picking up eight yards. Good play call there as everybody was lying in the in the inside gaps. They run that little toss play, and luckily Zolman's there to make a, make a stop because that could have gone out the gate. And when you run that pitch it's uh, it's interesting Shannon because it's not like a sweep right it's a short pitch that you take it up right off tackle yeah it's kind of like their version of a blast play where they're trying to kick out first down Leo give to Hepner Hepner up the middle inside the 30 gains about four yards on first down second down and six Leo down by a point with three and a half minutes on the clock it is running here in the fourth quarter yeah, the, the one thing you're going to have to watch here now is whether or not East Noble will start using some of their timeouts to it, preserve time. Here's the thing to remember. It's a one-point game, but for listeners at home, Leo has not kicked the ball after any of their touchdowns, so <laughs> they may not want to go for a field goal to win it. This is second down and five. Again, Mason Sharon, the carry. Got hit at the 27 and then goes down inside the 27, close to the 26. But a flag came flying from the defensive backfield. It's now laying at the 25-yard line. Let's see what the call is. Interesting spot for the official to fire a flag right into where the tackle was made. Yeah. Either a face mask or a hold probably coming here. Personal foul. Targeting. Wow. Said that he hit with the crown, crown of, his of his helmet. And a targeting is called on that, East Noble. And this will put the ball down close to the... 13-yard line. That's a tough... I mean, I didn't see anything that resembled a targeting foul on that play, but that's a tough call to make in a, this kind of a ball game because they just give him a first down and put the ball inside the, in, at the 12. 2.56 remaining. 21-20. East Noble the lead, but now Leo in the red zone at the Knights' 13-yard line, first and 10. And you're also going to have to think about using timeouts here to Reserve time. Jackson Barber gets under center. Trip running backs, and it is the handoff to the fullback. I think they gave it to Millard. It was it Millard right through the middle? Yeah, they're so good sometimes you don't know who's got the carry. Yeah, and here they go and calling a timeout right up the middle for about a one-yard gain because they want to preserve time here. Yeah, but there was not much there. Second down and nine at the 12. You know, and that's a tough thing. 
it's like uh, these one, two-yard gains. All they do is delay the inevitable because they seem to then bust six- and seven-yard runs and move the chains on third down as opposed to moving them on first and second. So the clock continues to burn. We have a timeout with 235 left. Well, and you got Noble 21, Leo 20. And they got and Leo can get a first down, you know, before they get into a position where it's first and goal. So, and like you said, we have not seen a kicker yet tonight. So, the next two plays here are big because if, if East Noble can hold them in a position where they're not in that manageable area, it could cause it could be an interesting situation for Coach Souter. Well, Leo had the punt blocked by 6'7", Tristan Ward. Yeah. And remember, you've also got the 6'8", uh, Chris Hood, who could line up if they try the field goal. You could put some pretty tall arms there in the middle of that defensive front should Leo try for a game-winning field goal. Here we go toss. with second down and nine. little short toss to Hepner left. Hepner oh, he's on his feet. Stays on Touchdown. his feet. What Keeps a run. running inside the five. Did he get to the end zone? Yes, touchdown. No, they call oh, him down. Now they the... say he's down. The official on the far side I thought was about to raise both hands, and he looked across the field to the, uh, the official on our sideline and saw that he was marking it short and he put his hands back down. So now it is marked inside the one with 2.26 left. Yeah, they came back with that toss play that they've been running pretty successfully all night. And I thought he got in. I was surprised of the mark. And that kind of hurts East Noble because now they had to burn their second timeout. You know, if he had gone in and scored, they at least had two timeouts left with 2.26. But, you know, they're going to have plenty of time on the clock here. Unless Leo goes to a need. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could do a lot here. Right, right. And, and, and I, yeah, you don't know what they're going to do, correct. But I'm if looking, I'm Souter. I'm looking at it, though, they've got it as third down and goal. No, it was first down. There it is. Yeah, now I was they changed say. it. I was going to say. Yeah. I thought it's first and goal, but it, and it's first and goal from inside the one. Yeah. And that's, you know, I I half kid and I half don't kid. I sure. Mean, when you it's think a, about a strategy, you almost could go to a knee a couple of times well, and you try could, to get the clock down as far as possible before then you run plays on third and fourth down, try to get the yard, try to take the lead. Well, you're right because, you know, after, you know, after this play, you're going to, you could burn up to 46 seconds, you know? Uh, <laughs> I don't think any coach, I think if I went to any coach and said, I don't want you to, I want you to take a knee when you're within the one yard line down by a point late in the game just to say 40 seconds, they probably tell me I'm crazy. Well, you know, uh, we've seen some crazy things, but um, <laughs> I would imagine they're going to get their point here and, get, you know, and then trust the defense. Yeah. Here we go from inside the one-yard line. Barber, quarterback sneak, and Barber pushes into the end zone. He's got to be in. Somebody signal. The whole pile is a yard oh, or two on, into guys. the end zone. Somebody's got to call a touchdown. Yeah. There we go, finally. The entire surge of the offensive line was a good yard or two into the end zone. We might not be able to see Barber, but that's because he's 5'8", 175 in a pile with a bunch of guys 6'5", 250. But 
Touchdown, Leo, comes with 2.20 remaining, and now the Leo Lions are up 26-21 over East Noble. And they will, guess what, go for two. Try to make this a seven-point lead. Under center, Barber. He'll give it to Sharon. Sharon has met the backfield and held on to for a loss. Two-point try, no good. A five-point game. All East Noble needs is the end zone, and they've got two minutes and 20 seconds without a timeout to work with. We'll come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Evertrue Financial Services is a full-service independent registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. Evertrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at Evertrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep roots, strong branches. Evertrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. The Leo Lions have scored to take the lead with 2.20 left, but East Noble looks to respond, and they have 2 minutes and 20 seconds to work with a 5-point game. Leo, 26. East Noble, 21. Here's Leo to kick it off. Well, the football gods have been generous to us this year with giving us great games. Another classic here at Kendallville. Between two powerhouse 4A programs. Short kick near sideline from the 19, Nichols. Nichols hit at the 24. Five-yard return, and Ryland Crawford just came up and made a huge hit after a five-yard return by Nichols. That was, like you said, a very huge hit because he didn't hesitate. He just kept coming and made a great play. Nichols was kind of dancing around. You got to take the ball and go. Yeah, it looked like he was a little uncertain who he was going to follow as far as blocking. And right. he hesitated to wait something, wait for something to set up. It never really did. And Crawford just blew right down the field and right through Ethan Nichols. So here we go. They'll start at their own 24-yard line, first and 10, down by five with 2.17 left. East Noble, right to left, drop back, Frazzle, throwing, far sideline, one-on-one coverage. They're going to throw the flag and call Ryland Crawford for interference on Rowan Zolman at midfield. Now, it's not a spot foul in high school, but, yeah, that ball, and, and to be honest, Shannon, that wasn't a catchable football. That was way over the head of Zolman and wide out near the sideline when Zolman was running it actually between the numbers and the hash marks. Yeah. But they're going to march it off anyway, 15 yards, and bring it out to the 39-yard line, first and 10 for East Noble. little gift for the Knights. Yeah, and... Somebody's going to have to go get the ball there, fellas, because it's laying at the 27-yard line. <laughs> the ball's still sitting at the 28-yard uh, line, and finally somebody from the Leo sideline smart went out of the field and thought, hey, I better take this. 
So we got a new ball in play. It's first and 10 for East Noble, 2-12 to play, down by five. Xander Brazel, the sophomore quarterback, has it just inside the right hash. He's got one back, Nichols in the backfield, and a drop back, looking to the left and throwing, going to the fade. He's got Munson. Munson goes Dropped up, it. and he didn't handle it incomplete. One-on-one -on -one coverage all the way down the sideline. Munson working against Ryan Harning, a junior who had good coverage, but Munson was able to use his hands to get a little separation as he went up to try to catch it, but the ball slipped right through his yeah, hands. Yeah, he's got to catch that one. And now it is a second down and 10 from their own 39-yard line. There's 2.06 left. They don't need to be taking shots, in my opinion. You know, they still got time to work the field. Get some high percentage throws. Strip receivers to the left. Single back of the backfield. Brazel just spiked the football. What are you doing? I have no idea. They had it set up to go to Zolman on a wide receiver screen, and they had numbers. So they had two blockers in front of him and yeah. only one defender, and he just... Brazel got the shotgun snap and just spiked it, clocked it right yeah. straight to the ground. Well, they could have ran the bubble screen out here because, like you said, they've got numbers out here. But yeah, they still have the numbers. Yeah. One defender, three receivers out wide to the left. And they'll throw the quick screen. There's the catch for Zolman. Picks up a block. 50, 45, 40. Down the sideline. Zolman, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Rowan Zolman. 61 yards on the wide receiver screen. When he put on the Jets, everybody for Leo had a bad angle. My Lord, did he turn on the Jets. What a sprint down the sideline by Rowan Zolman and East Noble back in front. 27-26. Now they'll go for two. Try to make it a three-point lead with a minute 55 left. Took all of what? Less than 30 seconds. Yeah, they may have scored too quick. <laughs> for, for East Noble. But remember, this is a tough position for Leo. They do not have a passing offense. It's tough for them to move the ball quickly without timeouts. Here's the two-point try. They'll line it up on the left hash. They'll put two receivers right and a rollout to the right. Brazel with the RPO. Throws back of the end zone. It's caught. And the two-point try is good. Slip the tight end. Brett Christian into the back of the end zone. And he makes the catch. The completion makes it a 30 or 29 to 26 game. You're right, Shannon. They've been dramatic all year long, and this went right in line with the best of them. To take the lead, and then East Noble with the answer, and they do it with a big play, a wide receiver screen to Rowan Zolman. And Zolman just won the sprint down the sideline. Yeah. And, you know, Shannon, we looked at it. They they had the exact same defensive alignment against that offensive set the, when he spiked it. We we sat here and looked at it and said they still don't have right. the numbers. They, yeah, that's a... That three was, receivers, only one defender. Yeah, they, they didn't... Uh,
they were not lined up correctly. I know they were in what we call a cover two with two deep safeties, but the inside linebacker needed to walk out to be to get your numbers there. And like we said, they had them outnumbered before the start. So it is East Noble 29, Leo 26 with a minute 55 left in this one. I kick it deep. I don't squib it. I kick it deep. Go cover. Yeah, it's an offense not made to go the length of the field in a short period of time. And they do kick it deep. And it's caught at the 9. Here comes Caden Miller up the middle of the field, the 25. Hit at the 30 and taken down. The 30-yard line is where Leo will start this drive down by three with a minute 49 to play. And, and I don't believe that the Lions have any timeouts. I, I'm I don't, trying to see if they have them on the board, and I don't see. We'll have to check the timeout situation. It is first and 10 from the 30 for Leo. Team that runs the football about 98.9% .9 of the time. And I found out Leo has three timeouts. They do have their timeouts. That's a big help for the Lions. Yeah, Under center, Barber, the pitch to Sharon. Sharon's got a nice hole. Nice but what play. a tackle by Zolman. Shoots the gap, goes low on Mason Sharon and makes the clean tackle. And now you've got a East Noble Knight defender in the backfield who's going to need some assistance, some medical assistance. He's down hurt in the Lions' backfield. But, boy, how about that tackle for Zolman? Yeah. Took the perfect angle on that short pitch to the right, and as Sharon was going through the hole, Zolman just burst up and hit him between the knees and the ankles. Just perfect to take his legs out. Yeah, and, you know, Leo, and more, more than likely, is going to probably stay with their normal offense with the number of timeouts they have they end up picking up an extra timeout here because of the injury so they didn't have to use a timeout five yards on the play for mason sharon so it's second down and five and there's still a night player on the field minute 38 to play 29 26 east noble the lead over leo lions with the football second and five from their own 35 we'll try to get a number on the injured player we'll come back we'll take a quick break it's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Pizza your way with the $10 tastemaker only at Pizza Hut. Get a large pizza that you can customize with up to three of your favorite toppings for just 10 bucks. Craving bacon, sausage, green pepper, 10 bucks. Ham and pineapple, 10 bucks. Pepperoni mushroom and more pepperoni. We like your style. And yeah, that's just 10 bucks too. The $10 tastemaker only from Pizza Hut. Your pizza, your way. Pair the $10 tastemaker with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. What a game we've got going on here at Kendallville with the East Noble Knights leading the number two ranked 4A team in the state, the Leo Lions, 29 to 26. Well, it was Holiday that got 
kind of got twisted up there. It'd be good to see him walking on the sideline here. Trace Holiday, a defensive end for the East Noble Knights, has made it to the sideline. You know who's in the game? He might have gone out there without even being asked. Chris Hood, the big guy, is going to go in and play defensive tackle, and they'll shift the tackle out to the Four end wide. spot. It is second down and five from their own 35. Roll out to the left. Look at the throw. Barber does, and going up, making a catch out at the 44 on the far sideline is Caden Miller. What a play and a, what a catch. Good throw by Barber, who was only completing five of his 14 passes on the year coming into play tonight. But oh, Leo wow. has it first down at the 44. Clock runs with a minute 20 left. Yeah, I thought he got out of bounds, too. Two receivers split each side and a shotgun. Oh, and they wow. get to the running back, and there's no hole and no running room. Taken down for maybe a half-yard loss at the 43. And Leo, I think, is going to have to burn a timeout. The clock keeps running. We're under a minute to play. And Leo is going to line up to the second down and 11. Rolling to the right. The left-handed quarterback throws. Got Crawford at midfield, and he's immediately tackled by Rowan Zolman. And Crawford goes down just shy of the 50, where it's going to be a third down, four to go for the Leo Lions. Four down territory because the Lions trail by three with 46.4 seconds left. Well, and the other thing is, you know, they're going four wides. It's very uncomfortable for them. And this is what I was talking about the pregame. You've got them out of their comfort zone. Now they're in four wides. And while it may be uncomfortable because they don't do it a lot, think back to the summer when they do all the seven-on-sevens and things like that. So they have worked it. They just haven't had to do it under the pressure that they're under now. Ryland Crawford may be their big play guy in the passing game. We just don't know because they don't do it enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's but been... we saw him last year make a couple of big plays in that Leo-Columbia City game that we did. Yep. Here we go, third down, almost five to go. The ball just shy of the 50. The Leo Lions with the ball, trailing 29 to 26 with 46.4 seconds remaining. Ball is centered between the hash marks right on the EN logo at midfield. Drop back Barber throwing in the slot. Caught! Crawford. Crawford goes up and gets it at the 38. Might have had the wind knocked out of him slightly. He still lays on the turf. The clock stops to move the chains. It's a first down at the East Noble 38 for the Leo Lions. Barber pretty sharp so far in the passing game. Rolling now to the left. Throws over the middle. Got a man. Caught at the 30. Quick catch. That's Brock Shot, the freshman, who made the catch over the middle. Shot 6'3", 185. Just a freshman tight end making his second catch of the year. And he's got it set up. Second down and about two, maybe three to go. With the ball at the East Noble 30, and the Lions have taken their second timeout. You know, Barber being a senior, he is uh, pretty calm in the pocket, very confident. He's made some, you know, throws over the middle, and uh, he's zipped them in there pretty decently. And uh, 
28 seconds left, Shannon. And uh, it's surprising Leo had to go to a passing game, <laughs> something they have not done virtually all year. I yeah. mean, the, the numbers were amazing when I looked at the stats and saw that Jackson Barber was 5 for 14 throwing the football. Yeah. That's a half in the SAC. <laughs> well, uh, East Nobles, are, Nobles just got to keep it in front of them. Second down, two to go from the 30. 28 seconds, three-point game, wide receiver screen, caught by Miller, far sideline, uh, did didn't get out of bounds, but he's got a first down inside the 25 at the East Noble 23. They'll line up quickly. The clock will start when the chains are set, 23.4 seconds from the 23-yard line, and he'll clock it. Barber fires the ball into the turf, and that stops it with exactly 20 seconds left. Now, they may have, what, one timeout left? I'm trying to remember if they got one or two because yeah, I the, may have counted the stoppage for the injury. Right. Well, you're at 20 seconds. You're really going to maybe have to start taking some shots here because eventually you're going to run out of uh, real estate. Second down, 10 from the 23. Roll out to the right, setting, throwing over the and middle, and Crawford went down and didn't hang on. You know, they're giving him that soft cover, too, and I think that's what East Noble's playing. There's a space in front of the safeties that the Lions receivers just go down and sit, and yeah. it's really an easy pitch and catch for about 10 yards up up. Well, they're linebackers. The linebackers should be getting out underneath 15 that. and a half seconds. It is now third down and 10. Barber, here comes pressure. He throws into traffic. It's he bobbled. caught it. And caught on the bobble in traffic. Caden Miller comes up with the catch. He's inside the five with 9.2 seconds. First and goal, Leo. My goodness. Three defenders all around it. The ball bobbled by Miller. And it was bobbled while he was still running, Shannon. It yeah. had to, I mean, that was like playing hot potato. And he finally was able to grab it in between three defenders as he took it inside the five-yard line. What a throw by Barber. What a catch by Miller. And now you've got Leo sitting on the doorstep with a chance to rip the hearts out of this East Noble Knight squad that has played so inspired all night long. Yeah, I don't think they have any timeouts left. Uh, 9.2 seconds. Because I don't think you, I don't think they can come out and get in their normal offense. I mean, I, I because they got to take shots. Yeah, they, I think they're going to have to go well, for the end zone. And here's the thing: we should remind our listeners, it's a three-point game. But Leo has not attempted a kick tonight. After every yeah. touchdown, they've gone for two. We've not seen a kicker on the field. We don't know why, but Leo might not have a kicker available. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to play him tough here now. First and goal. Ball on the left hash. Four wide. Two each side. Barber drops, looks, throws. Far sideline. Wow. Cut. Touchdown, Leo. The out route at the far pylon. A beautiful strike from Barber. And with 4.9 seconds, the Lions have taken the lead on a three-yard touchdown pass. Oh, my. That's all you can say there. That was Caden Miller again, I think. 
game. 4.9 seconds, and Leo takes a 32-29 lead. And now they will go for two. <laughs> which they have done after every touchdown. Under center, Barber. And Barber will, I, I gave it to the first man through and it ended up being for nothing. So it's no good on the two point try. See, that's a situation, Shannon you would definitely go for one to yeah. make it from three to four. So they must just have an issue with their kicker, either yeah. an injury or something that's keeping them from kick from uh, trying any kind of extra points. But Leo looks like they will survive this by getting a touchdown with 4.9 seconds left in a back and forth game. No team has led by more than a single possession all night long. What a game we've had, Shannon. <laughs> it's been amazing. And you know, Barber's eight of 11 on the night. Now he, he he's thrown more passes tonight than he did in the, or about the same number of passes he threw for the entire year. So the ball now at the 40. Do you squib this one? You said earlier that you would have East Noble kick it deep. Yeah. Now with 4.9 seconds, do you squib it? Yeah, because I think... Middle of the field. Yeah, I think with four... It's almost like we, what we, <laughs> identical. You think about Leo tonight. They've scored two touchdowns with three seconds left in the half and now with four seconds left in the game. So look at those two, two plays, and then they come out in the middle of the first drive and score again. So, wow. Here is the kick, and it is a squib. Taking a big hop, and East Noble's going to catch it and down it at the 30. Four-tenths of a second. Did he lapse? We've got 4.9 on the clock. And it's going to be East Noble with nothing left but a prayer. You know, that last series, they won 11 plays, 70 yards to score that TD. And showed us something that we didn't know if they had. Yeah, they... they that, that passing game. Yeah. I mean, Barber threw the ball well. He did. They protected well at that. But that uh, last throw, I mean, he had to throw that yeah. with some zip on the outside on that out route because the defender was right there. And if, right. he'd, have, if he'd have missed the target at all, it would have been deflected or it would have been too far in front of the receiver to make the catch. He had three throws that were supposed to be in picked. They were both tipped. Shotgun snap, Brazel. Nichols, Nichols goes down and never got the pitch away, and the game is over. The Leo Lions, the number two ranked team in Class 4A, stay unbeaten. And for the second time this year, they come into East Noble with an incredible victory, this time coming from behind with 4.9 seconds left and defeating the East Noble Knights 32 to 29. Man, what a great what a great high school football game, but what can you say about Leo? I believe they're a team on a mission, and if you had any doubt what they did tonight, proved it. Podcasts by Federated Media.